Welcome to the Positive Education Podcast with Ash Manuel. As we know, the number one hot topic in the world is mental well-being. Ash has worked with close to 1,000 organisations impacting more than a quarter of a million people, including schools, sports teams and businesses across 45 countries. Today, Ash is regarded as a global thought leader in positive education. In this podcast, you'll hear stories, information and actionable ideas from positive education and well-being experts. The purpose of the podcast is so that you take away ideas that you can execute in your classroom, across your school, at your sports club and in your organisation, plus tips and tricks that you can apply in your own life. Hi everyone and welcome to the Positive Education Podcast. My name is Ash Manuel and today I'm talking with Mona Farouk. Now Mona is the principal of our Ansar International School in the UAE. Now we've been connected for some time, uh, Mona and I, and, and I've been love, love watching what they do at the school in the space of wellbeing. And they've attended the uh, the Growing with Gratitude uh, World's Biggest Gratitude Lesson and have been great participators in that. And that the uh, World's Biggest Gratitude Lesson, um, if for those who don't know, is a well it started actually in COVID. So when a lot of learning from home was happening, I thought, how can we bring together people from around the world to practice gratitude? Even though it was a really tough time, but there's always things to be grateful for, no matter what. So that was the focus. So what we did was we put the word out there and oh, the first one was really oh went above and beyond expectations. We had something like 50,000 students register from 40 odd countries. And um, it was a really big success. And we thought well, we'll keep that going for an annual event. So this year in 2024, we're recording this on uh, January 29, 2024. Um, later this year will be the fifth one. So keep an eye out for the world's biggest gratitude lesson where young people from around the world come together to practice uh, gratitude. Um, through an online event. And as I said, Mona's school's been involved uh, in that before and um, over the, for the last few years as well. So we've been connected and I really like what they do at the school in terms of uh, across the whole school, but also in the classrooms. And I really wanted to get Mona on to share some of the things they do. So hopefully you can get some takeaways and apply them in your school um, or in your classroom as well. So Without further ado, we'll get into it and hopefully you enjoyed this episode with Mona. Uh, if you really enjoyed the podcast, would love you to go to your uh, platform that you listened on and, and perhaps give us a, um, a bit of a rating and review because it helps, definitely helps uh, us reach more people and um, hopefully help people. That's what we're aiming to do. So uh, if you're able to do that, that'd be amazing and really appreciated. But without further ado, we'll get stuck in this episode with Mona. Welcome to the podcast, Mona. Welcome, Ash. Thank you. Now, we've been connected for some time now. You've been at a couple schools in the last few years in the UAE, and uh, you've been a part of the world's biggest gratitude lesson, which uh, we started growing with gratitude back in COVID. And I guess that's how we got connected um, originally. But I've been following what you've been doing at our Ansar International School. As said in the UAE, and I want to start off by talking about your theme days. So I've noticed through your social media posts of the school that you do theme days at the school. Can you tell us about perhaps one or two of those 
themes days around well-being that you have now. I could be wrong, but do you have a well-being Wednesday? Yes, yes. Actually, it started um, this year. Um, we have started this initiative long time back. So maybe you know that uh, Corona has affected uh, the whole world. Maybe uh, we looked at the bright side, uh, side of it and we have tried to make the best out of it. So we thought of uh, our students' well-being. Then we started to in get engaged with the, the world around us. Maybe you were part of it. And it was a wow moment when we started to be engaged with other part of the world, especially with students there. And we have been, you know, doing these activities together in the same time. It was a wow moment. Then this year, uh, we started our Wednesday, Wellbeing Wednesday, to highlight that theme with our students and to get the whole community, Al-Ansar community engaged with us. It's very important to uh, engage the whole community and especially students with such you know, uh, uh, a feeling of gratitude and well-being. It's really affected, uh, uh, it has affected all our students and our uh, staff as well. Brilliant. So when you say a whole school yes. community, so that, that includes teachers, students, everyone's involved. So what, uh, what does that look like? Do you do, you do that I was, yeah. all at the same time on a Wednesday? Like say from first thing in the morning for the first hour, how, how does that look? Actually, from the first uh, time we get into our morning assembly, we have our uh, well-being tips in the morning and uh, students are already engaged. We mm. have our uh, mental health program as well. We have this uh, morning zero period uh, morning uh, video done by uh, Mr. Zakaria. And uh, usually the, on Wednesdays, we give the mental uh, health uh, tips and uh, well-being uh, maybe um, ideas as well to practice well-being, to practice maybe gratitude, to write a thank you note. So every mm. Wednesday we have an activity. Brilliant. That's... And besides that, yes, besides that, we usually do some publicity about our well-being activities during Thursdays, uh, Wednesdays especially. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's really brilliant. I reckon theme days, particularly around the well-being, supposed to be a really good idea because it, or it, for me, it's a couple of reasons that it gives an opportunity to practice some skills, whether that's gratitude or you mentioned about thinking about the good things, like I like to call that positive reflection. Um, but also yes. even everyone doing it at the same time, so you're really, really building that culture around the school. And have you noticed in the time of the well-being Wednesdays? Uh, I'm not sure about a change or Maybe it is a change, but any, any notice anything that's been happening, any positive stories or anything that you've noticed? Yeah, of course, actually, it has impacted even uh, on our staff well-being. I have mm. started even the, the initiative of uh, uh, having a happy Wednesday uh, just to enhance their well-being uh, and mental health uh, spirit. Uh, just giving some small gifts for nothing, just to, to, to feel that we are grateful for our staff members mm. um, and enhancing their well-being. Staff well-being is very important. So to, to, to enhance it, I have all, all also uh, uh, maybe started my morning message, good morning message from the principal also to uh, give some well-being tips 
on daily basis, especially especially well-being. So well-being uh, on Wednesday, uh, it's maybe a particular day, but on daily basis, we are practicing the well-being. Yeah. Yes. And do you do that by email? Yes, every day, every morning. Yeah. Especially, it's a, it's a morning morning message yeah. that includes one bit well-being tip. Maybe yeah. sleep early, drink more water, uh, and it really affected the whole, you know, environment. The mm. whole environment turned into a positive environment. Yeah, and, and uh, it allowed everyone to, you know, to have this positive. You know, it's it's contagious after all. If you are yeah. positive, it it will be contagious. Yes, absolutely. And I think, and that's that's just, um, and you're you're putting some time into it, but it's just those small little bits each day that can have a big impact over time like if you did it for one day it might not have a much of an impact but because you're doing it yeah. every day consistently that's when the yeah. the positive or the you probably notice the change in your positive impact yes 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 it's not just that maybe i can add to you that yeah, we absolutely. have started well-being well-being curriculum as well yep. and because the uh, spia charge education uh, authority uh, uh, actually, they supported us with uh, uh, the well-being framework. Mm. So, and and long long before that, we have started that. Maybe one step back, we have started that. We have started integrating the well-being into our curriculum, into our daily lesson plan. So, whatever we have, we we should integrate it into our real life, real life application. Mm. Yeah. And uh, one of the aspects that we urge all our uh, teachers and our uh, class visits uh, head of departments is that we need to uh, look around any well-being uh, uh, evidence during the class. The whole class environment, is it positive, the engagement, the collaboration, all of these are uh, a model of practicing uh, the mental health aspects and well-being as well. Mm. And how you gave a couple of examples of how that might look then, but when you say it's in the curriculum, is that is the well-being a specific subject or is the idea that you include it in the, the mainstream subjects that you're doing in school? Yes, it's not a subject, actually. When we started it, we gave a hint that it is part of our uh, school uh, environment. Yep. It's... Uh, Everyone is part of it, parents, teachers, staff members. So if we are talking about curriculum in particular, we have integrated it in, in all lessons. We have mm. started it with 40 assets and we started introducing what is, what is meant by 40 assets and how to integrate those 40 assets. One asset maybe is integrated in each lesson so that we can implement those assets into our real life as real life application. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. When you say assets, what do you mean by assets? It might be, do you mean like is gratitude an asset? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yep. We are talking about the, the, the skills that uh, yeah. usually youth, young, young, young people can acquire while they are uh, living their daily life. Yeah. Um, and these things, actually, those assets, it's sense of sense of humor even is an asset. Yeah. Just believe it or not, sense of humor. So you know, whatever topic we are discussing, we can highlight one of those assets so that we can highlight and feel, make students feel that they are really 
learning to apply these assets or skills into the real life. We're not just studying just to memorize some stuff and just study by heart and then forget everything when once we get out of the school. No, uh, this is the we are. Uh, this is what we are really keen into that mm -hmm. we are learning to apply whatever we are learning in, into real life. This is what we call real life application. Real life, yeah, I love that real life application. And well, can, I'm not I'm putting you on the spot here, but is there an example like of one of the uh, lessons that the students do, maybe whether that's um, maths or um, I don't know English or whatever it might be? How might a how might a teacher include those life um, skills or those assets that you mentioned? Maybe it's one asset per oh. lesson. How do they actually do it? Yeah, for example, if we have a lesson in English. And this is the easiest, easiest one, maybe because this is my major. Yeah. Uh, if, if if the topic actually is about a character that is has a sense of humor, as I said just a while ago, so we will talk about uh, in an indirect way that this is part of our life actually to have a sense of humor, and this is good. So qualities, I'm talking about well-being qualities, well-being uh, uh, assets, real-life applications. So. We usually draw the students' attention to those small points, small skills that we need to have so that we can apply in our real life. Mm. Um, that, this is one of the, the things that I do remember. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And how, how did you go about, did you start with the staff? Did you train them on different ways they could teach those assets within their lessons? How, how, did, you about, how did you go about training the staff? Yeah, uh, it it has taken me maybe some weeks to do that. We have we started with the uh, general idea about the structure of the organization, and then how the well being the the uh, the well being uh, framework, and then uh, you know that the well being framework uh, has actually collated all uh, subjects, and. Uh, when we talk about, for example, PE, uh, physical education as a subject, it has mm. to do with well-being as well. Yep. And uh, yes, practicing uh, some some healthy uh, tips, actually, this is what we encourage students. Eating healthy food is part of the well-being. Uh, having a mental, uh, stable mental health uh, uh, also part of uh, the well-being. So we started uh, with gathering uh, our staff members, all all staff members, not just the teachers, even the admin. And uh, we have introduced the assets and uh, we have uh, started uh, practicing, dividing them into groups and uh, brainstorming on how we can implement those assets into our curriculum. Mm -hmm. We have every, every, uh, sorry, are you? Yeah, go can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. yeah, because I received the phone call. It's okay. And uh, we have asked uh, every teacher or every group, every department to find a lesson and start finding out how, what is the best way of integrating this asset with the lesson. And mm. we came up actually with great ideas, with great ideas. And maybe it's the maybe because this is part of our life, actually, it was really interesting to come up with uh, such, uh, you know, uh, achievement. Mm. And, I, and I, like, I really like how you've given the opportunity for the staff members to get into groups and 
brainstorm themselves because ultimately they're the ones who are going to be teaching, aren't they? So instead of being told yes. what to do, they get to decide about how they're going to do it. And I assume they share their ideas with the staff as well. Yes, yes, of course. And after we we, we were done, actually, every group, uh, they shared their own presentation, their part. And uh, we have actually in, encouraged them to have, you know, those peer uh, comments so mm. that maybe they have uh, some other stuff to add, maybe uh, something to, you know, um, have their own input so that they can help actually raise the awareness of well-being mm. in all departments. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. And your school at Al-Ansar? Al-Ansar, yes. <laughs> My pronunciation is so bad. Al-Ansar. Something I'm really working on. Um, so have you got, uh, what are your students' age range? You've got like five-year-olds right through to 17, 18? We have from FS1 to year 13. We are a British curriculum school. Yeah, excellent. So when we say F1, what what age groups are they? Are they... FS1, FS1, so it means three years. Oh, three, yep. Yeah. Real young. Three, this is three, yes. Yep. Yes, excellent. And then right through and... to year 13. Till till year 13. Yeah, 16, 17, almost. Yeah, brilliant. So that's yeah. a vast age group, isn't it? And what? Yes. So you've got so many different age groups. How many students have you got at your school out of interest? Uh, interest of what? Oh, so how many students have you got at this school altogether out of interest? Uh, what do you mean? Sorry. As in, like, how many students have you got? From the three-year-old, ah, the capacity. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, all in all, uh, average is the three thousand plus. Whoa, I didn't, I didn't realize it was that big. Three thousand. Wow. Yes. That's um, that's a big job. <laughs> you get, uh, yeah. Alhamdulillah. Yes. And yes. How, how many staff? Um, I have two hundred fifty. Wow, that's big. That's really interesting. So, just got a bit um. Surprised. So, how, how do you manage staff meetings? Are they are they all together? Where you get two hundred and fifty people in the same room? <laughs> of course not. We have three oh. different buildings. Right, got it. And I have uh, two vice principals. Yep. And I have uh, head of departments, head of sections, uh, assistants. Uh, I have different ten department. I have different departments, um, um, and. Uh, Everything is working well. Excellent. No, well done. I, I didn't realize how big it was. I knew it was big, but I didn't realize it was that big. It is. Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. So just to recap, and I think there's some really good ideas that you just shared there, Mona. Hopefully some listeners will be able to take some ideas away and work out some ways um, that will suit their school to perhaps come up with some ideas of how to implement well-being in their mainstream subjects. Because with well-being, like quite often what happens is that I think we think that we have to create a whole new um, subject at school, which which can work, but also you can actually add it into what you're already doing. So just to add on to what you're saying, um, there's a book uh, that many people read. I'm not, um, have you come across the book um, by James Clear, Atomic Habits? Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, absolutely. A very popular book. And he talks about in his book, um, about taking things that you're already doing, like habit stacking. So doing something you're already doing, adding things onto it. That's a really good theory yes. to schools. Yes. Like 
okay, what are we doing yes. in school that we can add on to? Like assemblies. We have assemblies, so why not add some well-being in there like you've done? So Morning messages. Yeah, exactly. Morning messages. Yes, morning mm -hmm. messages. Celebrating, celebrating also, celebrating. Uh, gratitude. And I want to tell you, maybe we are seizing any chance to show gratitude. You know what? I remember just right now that it became a habit every year since that growth with the gratitude event on yep. that day. You know what the seniors do in the boys and girls? Since yep. that you mentioned about the range of age, yeah. you know what they do? Instead of just uh, sharing this uh, uh, activity with, uh, with you, you know what they do? And I can send you those uh, videos and pictures. Yes, Every please. year on that day, they show gratitude to the nannies in the school and they make a big feast for them and get some stuff as gifts they give them. Yeah. And believe me, that uh, uh, that moment they that brought them into tears mm. because, you know, they feel that they are appreciated from the kids yeah. and they are not considering them that, they are just nannies. No, they are. They do really appreciate what they are doing to them. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so just imagine. No, nah, yeah. I really, really appreciate that feedback. Can you? What are, when you said nannies? What? Are, what's their role in the school? The nannies. What does that mean? Now, the cleaners, actually, the oh, support the staff. Support the staff, cleaners. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. support staff. Yes. Brilliant. Now so that, they, whoever is cleaning the washrooms, yep. yeah, they, 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 they show them that they really feel uh, gratitude mm. uh, to to what they are doing to them. Mm, that's amazing, and that I reckon I've got a feeling I'm more to say. Yes, on that day, they the do activities. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And just to fill you in about what Mona was referring to, then um, the world's biggest gratitude lesson. She was talking about the event that. Um, the school has been a part of and that started back in COVID or maybe 2020 yes. or it was. Yeah. And 2020, yes. Yeah, it was. And the purpose of that was um, during the COVID uh, growing with, or just a growing with gratitude event, I think, well, what, what can we do to bring people together? So it's just an idea about bringing young people together from around the world to practice gratitude at the same time. And um, there was well, heaps of schools from different parts of the world practicing gratitude and Mona, that's what Mona was referring to as a result of that the oldest this is what you have done actually this is what you oh. have done this is the impact I'm, I'm just giving you just giving you a clue about the impact that you have left even on the other side of the world we yeah. are practicing it yes those no, small things that. that really yes yes hopefully more thank you is <laughs> <laughs> no, I really really appreciate that Mona because sometimes you don't know like you you do what you do and you want to have an impact, but sometimes you don't. You don't know the impact they have. But receiving feedback like that's really, um, really appreciated, and it's good to know that the students have uh, taken something on board and showing their appreciation to um, the nannies or the support staff, the, the cleaners at the school who may not get that recognition and appreciation, and yes, yes, brings them to tears. And I totally get that. So thanks for sharing that, and hopefully they will continue it on. And that's it, just another idea, like. Um, getting the older students to the school, whether in a primary school or high school, and just think about those people who might not get the recognition now that sometimes teachers don't get recognition, but maybe those people behind the scenes that don't get to see much, they can always be appreciated as well. And, and something like cooking for them or giving them a small gift is a... Uh, we, do, we, we do that actually often, actually, even during your know, Mother's Day, yep. showing gratitude to our ancestors. 
We have yep. actually started this poster to show gratitude even for teachers, for whoever wants to say thank you, you know, write a thank you note to your yep. teacher, to whoever you want, maybe to your friend. So this is part of, you know, uh, the environment, mm, yeah. it, it, expressing your feelings. And yep. it's part of our wellness. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you do that? Have you got those, um, when you yes. say... sticky notes. Sticky notes. notes. Yep. We have sticky notes on uh, on the corridor, you know, yep. and just saying to, to uh, saying thank you. Who who would you like to say thank you to? So yep. when we pass by, we we see students, you know, notes writing yep. thank you. Just imagine that after COVID, I I read a note, um, uh, a thank you note from a student saying thank you that you opened the school. Thank you for the school that it's open now. Thank you for meeting my friends. Just imagine those notes, actually. It was really, you know, um, passionate yeah. to read such yeah. notes, yes. Is that, those small things can make a huge difference. Like, it, And it's easy to set up a wall like that, isn't it? You had the, the post-it notes there, the sticky notes. You've got an area that you've allocated for that. Um, pens yes. and pencils to write with. And it's yes, 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 um, yes. And, and parents can write on as well, I guess, and, and teachers and students. And it, it just adds that community feel. Yeah. Yes, we usually that during during events, actually, we have this actually, um, let's say, sticky notes as well to to give the parents a chance to to say something uh, during maybe graduation events, maybe during uh, gatherings, during meetings. We actually give the chance to everyone to say anything, just write a brief note to whoever they would like to express their feelings to. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and just on the parents then, so you mentioned before about um, that it's not just it's across the school, but with teachers, students and parents. So what, what kind of role do the parents play in the well-being of the students? Have you held parent events? Yes, yes. We, we, yeah, we have a parents council and yep. it's very active and they usually come and meet here in the happiness uh, centre. We have a happiness centre as well. So this is part of the well-being just yep. for parents. Happiness oh, wow. Center, yes, uh, a room just dedicated for parents, and we call it the, the Happiness uh, Room. And uh, on every Tuesday, they meet with our staff, the committee, actually, we have a committee for parents council, and they usually discuss uh, ideas on how to provide uh, 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 positive, uh, and um, let's say, um, how to engage students with positive, uh, experiences. The last one was actually uh, reading, reading sessions uh, done by parents. They were engaged with the students and it was a very happy moment when the students saw their parents coming into the classes just to read for them. Oh, cool. You know, this also, this is, this supports the well-being as well. Yeah. Oh, and cool. also they had uh, paid uh, some visits to some classes where they started to, you know, uh, donate some books and donate some, you know, toys for the EYFS, um, some, you know, educational uh, games as well. So this is part of, you know, enhancing and, you know, having a good impact uh, on uh, students by their parents, their own parents. Yeah, absolutely. And with, with that room that you've got set up, what have you got in that room? Is there... um, it's 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 actually it's all painted in blue. Yep. Blue, different different uh, colors of blue. Yeah. Different uh, uh, levels of blue. 
light to little bit uh, medium dark yep. and uh, it's written happiness parents room i can send you pictures yeah. of that Oops. room yeah. yes and uh, the furniture is in white and so it's white and blue and uh, in that room uh, there is um, kind of coffee corner really? and uh, yes <laughs> and they are uh, there are two actually uh, let's say meeting uh, tables yep. uh, where they can sit and discuss uh, in groups and uh, they usually whoever uh, would like to meet at any time they usually they know their way directly that this is their room yep so it's yeah. dedicated just for parents fantastic so it sounds like it's open for parents all the time if they want to go and have a chat they can, and then you hold events in there for the parents as well. Yes, yes, yes. No, yes. I'd definitely send some photos of that through, please. I'd love to have I, that. I, I will be sending you, yes, some photos for that. So you've got 3,000 students at the school. Surely, like, how, how do you... <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, like, you've got 1,000 parents coming into this room, but I guess that wouldn't happen. It's more smaller groups that use it. Actually, it's it's just a committee. It's a, yeah, committee. it's a committee that uses it, not open. This group. is the committee no. that we have chosen, and there uh, is a leader for that committee. Yeah. And of course, we are not packing all parents there. <laughs> it's a committee that 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 represents all school parents. Yeah, and yeah. they have they they have the actually access to uh, discuss all uh, things that or and all issues that might you know occur to uh, any parent. Mm. No, brilliant. And how how many um, parents are on that committee out of interest? Yeah, 20. 20, yep, excellent. So, yeah, that, I, I think that's a great thing to do as well. And that, and that's a specific wellbeing committee, isn't it? Actually, we in, in, in that in that uh, parents committee, yep. there is a wellbeing committee, yep. there is academic committee, yep. and yes, and we, there is social, also social emotional committee. So uh, we have different, yes. And also we have events committee and we have, uh, I don't remember that one, maybe where they offer actually to um, uh, in be engaged in, you know, some uh, trips, some events. Yeah. Fantastic. So we have different, it's, it's as per their convenience, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, it's such a good yeah. thing. And I think, um, I think all schools should have their, I know that, they do have their parents' committee. Um, uh, a lot of schools do, but specifically foc focusing on well-being is a really good thing to do. I reckon and I would like to add to that also, we have a board of governor. Yep. Board board of governor committee as well. Um, yep. uh, and I'm, a, I'm actually one of the members. There is a well-being committee as well there. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you ever go home, Mona? You seem like you got a lot on. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I want just to tell you one thing. Maybe I'm the last person here in the school who goes back. <laughs> yes, the last one to leave. Yeah. This one, the last one to leave. Yes, the last one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, brilliant. And um, I'm interested to hear, just going back to a bit of personal story. So how, how did you get into education and, and where are you from? Are you from the UAE originally? Because uh, I know you spent some time no. in as well. No, actually, um, I'm Egyptian. Yep. Uh, but but um, I was born in uh, actually um, I was born in Kuwait. Spent yep. eighteen years there. I was born and raised in Kuwait, 
that's why I'm very familiar with the Gulf region. Yeah. Then I went, I, I actually, I uh, went back to Egypt in 19, maybe uh, 1987, I yeah. think. Yes, I started my uh, university there. Then um, I I have graduated from there, from Faculty of Arts, English, uh, Language and Literature. Then I started my career as a teacher, English teacher. Yep. Then second year, I started my admin work as an assistant for the head of English department. Then I, and then I shifted, I was promoted to be the head of English department. Then I came here to UAE in 2011. I started as an uh, uh, academic vice principal. Yep. Then I was promoted to be uh, being a principal in another school and then uh, a principal here. And how many? How long you been at Al Ansar? Al Ansar. This is my Al Ansar. This is my second year. Second year. Fantastic. Um, yes. Yes. And what? I'll just um. What I was going to I was going to ask you what what does um a certified school inspector do? Because I know that in your yeah. So certified school yeah, inspector. Yeah. Yeah. Bible yeah. Education yeah. This is mean? yeah. <laughs> well. See, I have experience in both American and British curriculum. Yep. When I was in the American curriculum, so I was certified inspector as well, Cognia. Then I have been through two different um, inspections, inspection bodies, uh, Cognia and AYA. Then when I shifted to um, uh, Al-Ansar, I have uh, started my, you know, taking the um, certificate to be a certified in inspector, uh, tribal actually, in particular. So I'm um, a certified inspector as well. And I have done an inspection, one inspection in KSA as well, one inspection. So um, I what know what do inspectors, pardon me? What's, it, what's an inspector actually mean? Because um, from where I'm from in, in Australia here, we, we don't actually... This is this is additional, actually. This is additional, actually. This is additional to my main job here. This right. is something extra. Yes. Uh, so so whenever they... Of the schools. Of the school, yes. So oh, yeah. so just, just to give you a hint, last year, for example, I was asked by Tribal to go to KSA to do inspection in one of the KSA schools. Uh, so uh, so I took permission from my school to leave just for one week so that I can do the inspection there as yep. part of the inspection team. And then I came back. This okay. adds to our experience, actually, yeah. as principals, yeah, because, definitely. you know, we, we, we have inspections actually um, every year. Um, this year we are exempted from having inspection, but we are going to go to to BSO inspection as well soon, maybe in two months. Uh, now that I got, it makes sense. So that'd be really interesting going to other schools and seeing what they do um, as as a way to learn as well, as you said. Um, so, Mona, you've given us so many takeaways that I think we a lot of we, well, I certainly learn lots of things as well. But um, schools can actually apply. Is there, is there anything else that you can think of that you do at the school that you uh, might think will be a benefit to other schools or classrooms? Yeah, of course, actually, we have been doing this and um, uh, lately, since that inspection started to be a very, very um, 
um, you know, um, critical thing because, you know, when you go through inspection, you have to make sure that everything is ready. Your files, your environment, your students, everything, health and safety, safety and security, your to manage uh, risk assessment, everything should be ready. Yep. So, you know, exchanging experiences, you, nobody's perfect. Even if you are the most uh, wow school, you have to learn something. And if you think that you have uh, reached your goal, it means that you, you stopped learning. It means that you, you cannot learn anymore. So you have to accept the idea that you, you have to still keep learning all your life. So exchanging experiences with other schools really is very um, impressive for me. Mm. And um, I really like to learn from other schools, even though, and even, even exchanging our experiences. Mm. Maybe the last event that I went to one of the new schools, the newly born schools, it was um, uh, maybe one week back and it's a British school. And I was the chief guest there. Um, it was it was really amazing to see those students in the students council having their badges and uh, uh, saying the oath. It it, it 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 was really really impressive. So mm -hmm. I learned from there. Although our school is big with the capacity of three thousand and more, and that school is only five hundred plus. But still, I, I have learned some maybe new things just for the few hours that I spend there. Mm. That's, um, I think it's a really underrated way to learn, takes different ideas. And I think, even, I mean, there's so, I mean, where I live in Adelaide in South Australia, like there's so many schools close by. And I reckon if we can, and I know there are cluster groups where they do meet and um, share ideas, but sometimes the the teachers themselves that they might be the school leaders but i reckon it's really good for the teachers themselves to actually visit other classrooms just to see what they're doing get some ideas you always we do that we do that you do that yeah we do that we do that we do, we do that uh, last week we had this uh, um uh, presentation for all uh, other teachers in all other uh, british schools ah, we brilliant. invited them to our yep. school and uh, believe it or not we have a twinning school in uk as well we have we are exchanging experiences and we allowed even students to meet each other through a, a zoom meeting yep Very and good. so exchanging experiences we are trying to do this with uh, all uh, schools to get the best out of uh, every experience mm. that's so good and, and it could be learning from well-being but uh, from each other but also subject areas what how people teach maths or sciences or whatever it might be, but we, we are doing that. We are yeah. doing that. We are doing sharing. That. I reckon it's really important because teachers have so much they have to do, as, as you know. And if we can just share and yes. help each other, it just makes life a lot easier as well. But also learning at the same time. Agree, one hundred percent. Agree, agree. Couldn't agree more. Yes. Yeah. No. Definitely, mate. Now, mate. Really, as I said, we've got so much out of this chat, and really excited to get this one, this episode out to the world so people can listen. And um, I think that's, I reckon that's a really good time to finish our chat there. I really, as I said, learned so much from yourself today. Um, you've complimented very nicely as well. I really appreciate that. And looking forward to seeing some of those photos that you sent through as well of the, of the kids cooking, of your students cooking to 
uh, the nannies, as they called it, your school. And yes, yes, yes. Your um, parent room. That'd be great to have some photos of that so we can share them. I will do. Show notes and on Definitely, definitely, well. definitely. Excellent. Thank you. So, no, thank you, thank Manu. You. And um, thanks, for, uh, thanks for joining us today. And thank you, actually, for giving me such a great um, chat. And I wish that uh, it will be a well-being, maybe, uh, session. You made my day. Thank you, Ash. Oh, thanks, Mona. Thank you, Ash.